On today's show, the GMC Acadia goes on a serious diet. The U.S. Department of Transportation wants to invest $4 billion to speed up the development of autonomous cars. And Mini reveals the John Cooper Works convertible. All that and more coming right up on AutoLine Daily. This is AutoLine Daily for January 15th of 2016. In a time when almost every new vehicle has grown in size compared to the previous model, GMC has gone the complete opposite direction and shrunk the size of its large CUV, the Acadia. The move was made after gauging current and potential customer feedback. The overall length has been shortened by over 7 inches, it's 3.5 inches narrower, and it has dropped 700 pounds in weight. Not only does this improve maneuverability, but for the first time the Acadia will be available with a four-cylinder engine. A 3.6-liter V6 is also offered. While the appearance has changed as well, the designers did a good job making sure you can still tell it's a GMC. Although I'd argue, I see a little Durango DNA in the rear quarter of the vehicle. The 2017 Acadia will continue to offer seating for up to seven passengers and also has the latest safety and technology features from GM. The CUV saw its best year of sales in 2015, and it will be interesting to see if it can continue that trend when it hits the market in late spring. And if you'd like to learn more about the new Acadia, we got a chance to speak to the brand's director of marketing, Rich Latek, about the new model. You can check out that interview, as well as everything we covered from the Detroit Auto Show on our website or on our YouTube channel. Mini debuted the new convertible Cooper in August of last year, and now we're getting our first look at the performance John Cooper Works model. Like all JCW models, it gets a host of exterior and interior enhancements, as well as a more sporty-tuned suspension. Under the hood lies a 228-horsepower, 2.0-liter four-cylinder engine that can be mated to either a six-speed manual or automatic transmission. It also comes standard with Brembo brakes. All this sportiness comes at a price, though. The John Cooper Works convertible starts at over $36,000. Still to come, GM adds another vehicle it will build in China and import to the U.S. AutoLine Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires, your journey, our passion. And by Dow Automotive Systems, breakthrough technologies for lightweight vehicles. Autonomous vehicles have the potential to save thousands of lives a year because around 90% of accidents are caused by human error. So to help speed up the development of self-driving cars, the U.S. Department of Transportation wants to invest nearly $4 billion over the next 10 years in the technology. The money would be used to test connected vehicle systems and to create a common framework for states to implement connected and autonomous cars. The department is also removing roadblocks to help speed up development time. Companies can submit requests for rule interpretations to help get technology out faster. For example, BMW's self-parking technology did not meet federal standards, but NHTSA updated the laws so it could proceed with bringing the technology to market. The investment is part of President Obama's budget proposal, so it still needs approval from Congress. Last month, GM created a bit of controversy when it announced plans to import the Buick Envision to the U.S. from China. 
And now the company is planning on building another vehicle in China to bring to the U.S. Bloomberg reports that the plug-in version of the Cadillac CT6 will only be made in China. The non-hybrid version will be built at the company's Detroit Hantramic plant. While importing cars from China is a problem for some, as we pointed out with the Envision, in a few years, importing vehicles from China will be as common as importing them from Germany, Japan, Mexico, and a number of other countries. And coming up next, why Nactoy jurors fell in love with this year's truck-slash-utility winner, the Volvo XC90. For the people at Dow, racing is a sport and a science. We enjoy one and learn from the other. But like most competitive people, we like winning at both. This is the human element at work. Dow. Earlier this week, the Volvo XC90 won the North American Truck-slash-Utility of the Year Award over the Honda Pilot and the Nissan Titan XD. On Autoline this week, the topic is all about the finalists for the award. And in the following clip, John and three of his Nactoy colleagues talk about the features that make the XC90 such a strong vehicle. Well, this was a vehicle that I went in with fairly low expectations and I went, wow, the interior is beautiful, uh, things are well laid out. I really did like what Volvo did with the iPad-like interface. It seems like what Cadillac should have done with Q all along. And one of the things I love about this award is we have a very diverse jury. Some people are wowed by different things. There are people who are gearheads. There are people who are into styling. I'm a guy who's into interiors and technology, and the XC90 wowed me on both. And you know what? It's also important for Volvo because Volvo had fallen off the map, and this makes it a player again. Yeah. Mike? I mean, going on, on Jeff's point about Volvo had fallen off the map, they, they had kind of disappeared. And the XC90 is, it's, you know, it's beautiful on the inside and out. The styling is, is amazing. The material quality is amazing. But there's, to me, it, it had like a couple extra points because this signifies where Volvo is going and what the future is. It's an all-new platform, all-new powertrains, and that's, uh, you know, that, that knowledge and the, the goodness that's in the XC90 is hopefully going to continue on as it spreads through the rest of the Volvo lineup. Ron, your thoughts? Well, I'd, I'd agree with everything that my two colleagues said. This is a, such an important vehicle for Volvo. I mean, for years and years, Volvo had safety leadership. Everybody knew that Volvo has had the most advanced safety technology. And now everybody's pretty much caught up in most areas. So Volvo had to find something new and a reason to buy. And, and certainly, it's drop-dead gorgeous on the outside. It has, it has styling cues from all things the P1800 sports car of the 60s. You know, with that broad oval grill and uh, some things. Do you think you'd ever say that about an SUV? No, no. <laughs> they, they, they somehow managed to do that. And the interior is just drop dead gorgeous, too. And that uh, census interface is uh, lovely to use once you learn how to use it. You know, it's, it's different than most. Um, but I think they're going to do quite well. Um, there are a few, you know, ride and, uh, the, you know, it's, it's a bit noisy over, over bumps. You know, there, there's a few things, few things they can improve there with, this, with the suspension. But overall, I think that they've done a fantastic job. You can watch that entire discussion right now on our website, Autoline.tv. That wraps up today's show. Thank you for watching. Go out and have a great weekend.